You're listening to the Midwest Bias Podcast, where we love Subarus, Tater Tot Hot Dish, and I-95 is a bingo ball, you betcha. <laughs> How's that? Does that work out, Kirsten? Why, yes. Yes, it does, Tony Kornheiser. Thank you very much. This is KJ, or Kirsten, as Tony just said. We're back after a two-week hiatus. I'm going to get right into it. We have no podcast reviews. Surprise, surprise. And this was just thrown together last minute, so don't have any any other news or anything like that, except for after we recorded the episode, I realized that it is episode number 50. So, we threw together this very special episode for you. Thanks for listening, y'all. I can't believe it. 50. 50 episodes old. Taste test with the Hall of Famer. Why, yes, it is time for the taste test with the Hall of Famer. Welcome back, the Hall of Famer. All right. Thanks for having me. So excited about this. Yeah. Well, we weren't going to have, it's been two weeks since Mm -hmm. we we went to Mexico. And I mean, I don't even think at this point we're going to recap that besides saying we had an awesome time. I mean, what do we want to do? Just sit here and just talk about what a great time we had in sunny Mexico? No. Make everybody jealous. Yeah. We had a great time, um, but that's why we weren't here. And then the following week, I was just having a hard time re-entering cold Minnesota, so we didn't have an episode last week, and we were not going to have an episode this week, but I was really wanting to taste this beer that, <laughs> that uh, Todd Takei, oh, hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. That Todd sent, and Todd included three beers in this shipment in one of them was a ghost a tropical ghost mm-hmm. from i think it's the brewing company that's right in his town he sent us beer from them before uh, ethereal brewing i think it's called and we're not trying that today and he also sent us a bourbon barrel brownie mm-hmm. and he said that tastes like a boozy brownie at the 50 degree range i can't wait to taste that one either but the one we're going to try tonight that he sent us is a la cheeserie And he says that tastes like a Starbucks caramel macchiato with a shot of espresso. Yes, please. No, please. Can drink cold, he said. The caramel swirls or caramel, depending on what part of the country you're from, swirls visibly in the bottle when cold, but tastes best in the 50 degree range. So what we've done is we've taken that lachiserie beer out of the refrigerator mm-hmm. for 15 to 20 minutes to get it down to the 15 the 50 degree mark around. And briefly, why don't you state the other beer we're going to try? It's yes. not a beer actually that we're going to try. We already know we like this one. Yep, this is from Patrick Smith and this one we've had this one before but it's been a long time, but I remember liking it. But to be clear, we didn't have it from Patrick Smith. No, not originally. We actually had that when we were in Austin. Yes. At the, we didn't go to the cidery, but we bought it while we were in Austin or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, we, we tried really it down it. there and then we we found some and brought some home. We liked it that mm-hmm. much. So we'll see if it holds yeah, up. Yeah, we'll see if we still like it or if uh-huh. our buds have changed. Mm-hmm. So Smitty Scoop, at Smitty Scoop, or Patrick Smith said, uh, after we tasted the chunk Sunday Sour yeah. two weeks ago that he had yep. sent, he said, and we thought, well, we've had this already. Yeah. Well, he said, I previously sent a chunk chunk Sunday sour we just watched the goonies but i think that it was a different flavor oh. drecker has so many creations i don't believe that i have ever purchased the exact same beer twice wow so it's good to know that we liked both of them they were both you betches 
I've loved every single Drecker that I've tried. Uh, have I? Yes. I think so. Because they've all been sours and we've liked all of them a lot. Yeah. Okay, now when we wait for the Lechiserie beer, I'm going to pick out a few tweets that we got okay. over the couple weeks that we were not here. Okay, a couple from Jolene Wojcik after part one of Tim's appearances when he talked about Palmyra and Antarctica and Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> Jolene says at, Jolene, at JMR Wojcik, how could the Bonus Brother live in Lincoln, Nebraska and never have tried a runza? Question mark, exclamation point, shrug emoji. Exactly, Jolene. I think we kind of asked him that question. Yeah. Well, he doesn't do fast food. No, he does. Well. It, it's very rare. Yeah, it's very rare. So that's probably part. But now he's he said he was intrigued. Yes. He most definitely should have tried a Runza. Mm-hmm. I think so. Had I known about Runza at the time that he was living there, I would have maybe pushed him to, oh, to try it. yes. Yeah. And then later that day, Jolene also tweeted, Subscribed! Excited to receive uh-huh. Tim's blog this week. Oh, good. Which is great. Um, I'm sure he'll be very happy to know that you subscribed, Jolene. He isn't there yet, but he's going soon. Yes. So watch out for that first blog coming on a Sunday soon. Now, we've got two tweets here. So a couple of episodes ago, I don't remember which one, but we were talking about, I think Will sent us an article about fast food places, the oldest fast food places in each state. Yep. And Wisconsin had cops. Yes. I think it was called cops. Yep. K-O-P-P-S. Yeah. I think, right? And and I think I wondered aloud because it started in Milwaukee if Steve Oswald or Sarah Susie, who both are from Milwaukee, or Susie, Sarah Susie's from Milwaukee. I think Steve is also from Milwaukee. If they had ever heard of it or tried it, and we accused Culver's of basically stealing cops. Yes. So... Steve Oswald. We have responses from Steve and Sarah Susie. Steve Oswald. Oz the Great and Flavorful at Emerald. Well, not Emerald. E-M-R-L-D. City Cater. I'm just catching up on the two-part pod, and yes, I have been to Cops Frozen Custard. It's awesome. Fantastic burgers and the best frozen custard ever. Parentheses. Sorry, Culver's. (laughs) Parentheses. Yeah, I'm thinking that's a sorry, not sorry, really. Yeah. And then Sarah Susie also said, yes to cops. Maybe even all three locations, question mark. Not sure if they still do it, but they used to serve custard in a dish with a small triangle cookie, in, in quotes, oh. cookie, pushed into the custard. It's been a long time, but I would describe it as a flat sugar cone. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Next and- time we go to Milwaukee, we definitely need to go to... Cops, frozen Cops. custard. Yes. Now, I also got a text about that from Rachel Reports. Ooh. Saturday, January 7th, 5.39 p.m., Rachel Reports texted me. Growing up in southeast Wisconsin, Cops was one of our favorite places to go. My go-to was splitting a giant burger with my mom, followed by a smile Sunday. Mm. I don't know what a smile Sunday is. I can't believe I didn't follow that up when I in the text. Yeah, that's. Do you know what a smile Sunday is? No, that's an error on your part. Yeah, it is. So we have three votes for cops. Mm Mm-hmm. No votes for Culver's. That's all the votes I need. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really need any votes. No. But now we now we have three. Yeah. We did ask Steve and Sarah to report, and we and Mm -hmm. we thank you, Steve and Sarah, and Rachel for the bonus report. Exactly. Um, four days ago. 
Kim Wilson at Kim Wills 33. Now I was going to have Kim on to discuss this more in more detail, but maybe next week. Anyway, she says, I'm going to need an official, it says an offer, but I think it means official. Autocorrect strikes again. I'm going to need an official ruling from Midwest Bias Pod on the following purchase. I'd I'd consider this one crock, should I consider, uh, I think autocorrect again, should I consider this one crock pot or three? Just need to know where my count stands. (sighs) Now, why don't you describe it? Because, you know, you, you have a I'm history with describing cans perfectly. It basically looks like three crock pots in one. And like, it's a box. It's not even, it hasn't even been unboxed no, yet. No. She was so excited to let us know and, and find out what the ruling is. She didn't even unbox it. It looks like you're ready to go to a buffet with three different I- items. And it's like, hey... I brought this awesome crock pot and I have room for two friends to bring food for theirs because it's basically three individual crock pots in one. They're like mm-hmm. housed in the, the outer casing and three separate knobs mm-hmm. to so heat if you them carry appropriately. That, so if you carry that, you're carrying one big unit with yes. three crock pots in Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I'm curious now, to see how big those individual yeah, crock pots say, are. How big are they? Because they look rather large. They do. I bet they uh, what look is like your ruling? at least... Oh, that, that counts as one. It's just that like, only counts as one? One crockpot, yeah. Hmm, I think it counts as three. It's it's a party of a crockpot. No, I think it counts as three because wow. you have three... You have an opportunity to have three different dishes in there. Yeah. I don't care if it's housed in one unit or three units. Mm. I think it's still three crockpots. What I want to know is when are you going to use that? Because how often do you need to have three different items in crockpots? Probably at some sort of potluck. Yes. It's definitely a potluck party. And she got this at forty for $40 at Aldi well, this week. Yeah, you, I mean, you can't beat that. And then she said, you're welcome because Chris Davenport said, my wife is going to see this and want it and add it to her <sighs> 3,000 other crockpots. Well, I mean, that sounds Thanks, right. Thanks, Kim, she, he said. Yeah, I think it's three. Hmm. So, and you think it's one. Yes. So we'll have to see, we'll have to talk to Kim about it in more detail in an upcoming episode. Because you use it for something very specific. It's one crock pot you use for something very specific. A large party. Very specific. A large party. And there were other comments on it. And uh, I'll find a few just to give you an idea. So Ed Butt said, when we bought our crock pot for Colorado, it came with a mini appetizer size one, which we have never used. Still, even if it comes with a smaller one, it's still, it's an individual crock pot. Okay. So yes, one individual crock pot. It happens to house three. No, three crock pots in one. Michelle Pendleton said, I have used those from time to time, but they aren't the greatest because they have only one heat setting. And the crock isn't removable. So you have to work around the power cord to clean it. Mm. It looks like it has three different settings, though. Three individual ones. I guess I would have to know more about this. So, Kim, I need to know more about this. All right. Back to the beer. The reason that we threw this episode together. Yes. And it may be late in being posted. Uh, We normally do a Saturday morning post or a Friday evening post. Yeah, it's Friday evening right now as I'm talking, so we don't know when this is coming out. Uh, okay, so we are going to do the cider first, so go That's ahead right. and describe the can. All right, so this is Austin East Ciders Pineapple Cider. 
and uh, written at the bottom, it says, how do you like them apples? Mm-hmm. The can itself is yellow with a nice little pinstripe and pinstripe? white, I don't know, like nice little gold-like ribbon kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Border. Border? Yeah, it's yeah. like a gold border. Gold border. It kind of looks like a, I don't know, a Schmitz oh. beer oh, okay. can I can see or something. That. Yeah, and then the upper part of the can is uh, off-white. And it's just all words. There's just a little apple above the Austin. and uh, But otherwise, yeah, it's just all words and a nice little pineapple on the back. And mm-hmm. it looks very nice. Mm-hmm. It's 5% alcohol by volume. Okay. Where is it brewed? Austin, Texas, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Not a Midwestern yep. cider. Correct. And it's carbonated hard cider. Uh, we need to review the cheesy rating system. Yes, we do. Zero equals ish. One equals criminy two equals oofta three equals that's interesting four equals ah geez that's good and five equals yeah betcha all right pour that pineapple all right now we are using a new glass yes we are to test these beers today and this is a glass that was gifted to us by my nephew elijah and His girlfriend, Jean, thank you very much. It's a picture of Rue. And I tweeted it out actually earlier this week. So cute. It's very cute. And I I said it's it's, it's bound to make everything taste just a little bit better. So go for it. All right. Uh, The smell definitely smells like cider. I don't smell much for pineapple, although it's a tall glass. So I can't really get my nose down in there. Okay. So that could be a problem. All right. Just drink it. No head. I want to get to that lechizery. No head. Actually, this is good, too. I like this pineapple. Yeah, no head. There better not be for cider. Yeah, that's good. It's nice and light. Mm-hmm. Not too dry. Not too crisp and sweet. It's just like the nice middle of the road. You're taking the second sip mm-hmm. now. I would definitely order it again. So it's at least a four. Yeah, I'd give it a four. It's not a five? No, I, I just... So things have changed, because yeah. I think you used to call this a five. Yeah, but I just really like sours and things oh. like that, where it's like, whoa, what's happening? Where this is a nice little nice little drink, nice and refreshing, and, and just okay. good. So a four. Yeah. Ah, geez, it's good, uh-huh. and you'd order it again. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I think it smells like cider. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I, I have drifted away from ciders as well. Yeah. But this one I would still drink. It's not too it's not too sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't like too sweet anymore. I like more of a dry pineapple or pear type of mm-hmm. cider. So I do like this. And that one's not too dry though. It's not too dry, but no. it's not too sweet. Yep. It's perfect. It is perfect. I can't give it a five though. Yeah. Because I'm hoping that the stout belongs to me for the evening. Oh, the I'm cider. sure the stout will belong to you no matter what you give this one. Yeah, it's a, it's at least a four, maybe a four plus for me. Yeah. Really good. It's quite excellent. Thank I'm you, Patrick. Have a last sip. Okay. Now, the lechiserie bottle needs a little more explanation. So, yeah. lechiserie is a cheese counter at a liquor store in Washington, D.C. called Calvert Woodley Liquor Store. And it's, as most of the listeners who are Tony Kornheiser listeners, or all of the listeners who are Loyal Littles, 
that listen to this podcast know Calvert Woodley is the liquor store in Washington, D.C. We've been there. You and I have been there uh, several times. Mm -hmm. And we've been to the cheese counter, Le Cheeserie. So this is a beer from Shy Bear Brewing. Yes, right? it is. Bre- brewing or yep. Brewing Company? Or Shy brewery. Bear Brewing. Brewing. Shy Bear Brewing from Jason Ufima. I hope I have that right. Ooh. Ufima. Oh, hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. Jason is the brewer. And I don't quite know. They must have had some sort of agreement with Calvert Woodley because it's Shy Bear Brewing but they're calling it Lechiserie. Maybe they just called it Lechiserie. I'm not quite sure, but there was only 500 made. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Tatake sent this to us, but I believe he ordered a bunch from, okay, there were 504 made. This bottle is number 26 out of 504. Shy Bear Brewing is out of Lewistown or Lewiston, Pennsylvania. I don't know if it's Lewistown or Lewiston. Jason, correct me. Lewistown. There's a Lewistown in Montana. I like to call it Lewiston, but it's Lewistown. There's a Lewiston mm-hmm. in Minnesota that's pronounced Lewiston. So Lewiston or Lewistown, Pennsylvania. And it just says a private selection from Calvert Woodley. So I'm not sure they had, they must have had some sort of agreement. Well, there's a little, little okay, thing here. Okay, good. We, uh, before we read. go on, yes. I do want to say that I think the beer that Todd got was Due to the generosity of one Bobby Gottfried. Oh. oh. Hang on. It's the name drop, name drop of the week. I think Bobby sent out a note asking people, who can I pick up this beer for? And so Todd, I think, got it from Bobby. And then Todd passed it along to us. So I'm very excited for this beer. So go ahead and really explain this fast because I really want to drink this. All right. So the description, to kind of give you more of what the lechiserie means, it says, with a name like this, you would think that the naming inspiration came from a trip to France and a memorable gastronomic experience (laughs) with a caramel macchiato in a Parisian cafe, but you'd be wrong. Instead, this beer finds inspiration from an orange, crotchety, yet accomplished <laughs> sports writer, TV podcast personality, yes. and Capital One misanthrope, Tony Kornheiser. As loyal littles, we produce this beer in honor of the coffee ice cream that the bigs can't find in the oh. refu- refugee Safeway. Oh, great. I mean, what are we even doing out here, man? <laughs> That's fantastic, Jason. I, I really hope I like this. The bottle itself is gorgeous. It had a beautiful brown yes. wax ceiling, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was sealed with a little with, drip going down the side. Yes. It's a really cute bottle. A little uh, 12-ounce bottle. It's short and stout. Yeah. And um, on the, the label itself, it's really cool looking. It's just um, a black label with kind of like a smoky, uh, like somebody's blowing a thing, a, a poof of smoke. Or or watery or I don't know. It's just really or cool looking. Perhaps it's caramel macchiato. Oh yeah, that could be too. I guess. And it did say on the tag that came around the neck, "Gently roll bottle before opening for best pouring results." And I did that. It doesn't say invert and swirl. No. So it's La Cheeserie Caramel Macchiato Stout, Imperial Stout, conditioned on cold brew coffee, mm. oat based vanilla ice cream, and caramel. 
oat-based vanilla yeah. ice cream. One would think I would like this. But I don't but think I you don't will. But I don't think I will. All right, we're going to get this cover off. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited to drink this. She's been just... She'll just open the fridge and just stare at it longingly. I wouldn't say stare longingly. I would look at it and like, oh, it's such a cute bottle. I told Todd, it's such a cool bottle that I almost don't want to drink it. Almost. Oh, that is... Thick and dark. Wow. Ooh, look at that. It's like a smoothie style. It is like a smoothie. Do you smell coffee? Okay. Yeah. I smell coffee. And it does kind of smell like lactose. So, you know, oh. yeah. Which reminds me of a smoothie. Too, and though. we're drinking this out of the storm cloud yep. glass for those of you that are keeping... And no head. Keeping track. No head, yeah. It's not bad. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, Jason. it's not a three. It's certainly not a three. But it's very interesting when you try it. But you just... A three is interesting. Mm-hmm. But it it is... It's very full in your mouth. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's certainly not like any other stout I've ever tried. Oh. Yeah. What number? It's manageable. It's manageable. That is a high uh-huh. price for a stout for me. I would say so. I'd say I'd give it a 2.5. Maybe even a 3. Wow. I would never order this ever, ever. Interesting. But I'm very proud of this stout. That You're I proud could, of it? Yeah. You're I proud think of it's yourself? Very, I'm very, it's very cool looking. Yeah. Well... Does that, but that, no, that shouldn't. But, no, but the taste is, like I said, the taste okay. is manageable. So it's between an ufta and an interesting for yes. you. Yes. All right. Yep, I'll give it that. My turn. I think you're really going to like oh, it. this smells like coffee. It smells like espresso to me. Hmm. Like a, I might not like that. I don't like mm. a lot of really strong coffee. So we'll I think you're like, it doesn't taste that strong with oh, coffee okay. though. Just the right amount. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's glowing. Yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Too bad there were only 504 made. <laughs> yeah. This this is a you betcha. This is a five mm, wow. you betcha. Yes. It's, it's a bell ringer. It's been a while since I've gotten a stout that I've given a five. Yeah. Now, I might give Todd Takei's other stout that he sent a five. Yeah. But in the meantime, this gets a five. And thank you very much, Todd, for the beer, Patrick Smith for the cider, and Jason Ufima, Ufima for creating this delicious beer. And that's it. That's the end of this podcast because I'm going to go drink this <laughs> thing right now. I hope you had a great central time. I most certainly did. All right. That's it. That's the podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Midwest Bias Pod. On the World Wide Web at Midwest Bias dot castos that's c-a-s-t-o-s dot com you can email us your questions and comments most midwestern moments of the week midwest mediator and anything else at midwestbiaspod at gmail.com you can find us anywhere you find your podcasts and if you're listening to this you obviously found us and lastly i would really love a five-star review wherever you can leave reviews for podcasts so thank you I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. Bye now. How's that hot little minky Hall of Famer?